Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Lori Hearsetter. And I'm Ted Zaleski. So, got a few things to talk about today. Battle of the Books, uh, an author interview, a particular book we've read, and a movie many of you have probably seen. So, let's talk about Battle of the Books. Uh, Maybe some of you are familiar with this. It's a competition for elementary school and middle school readers. Read 10 books as teams and then have to answer 40 questions about those books. I've been an MC for one of the events in Carroll County for a number of years. I'm not sure. It's uh, at Winters Mill High School, and it's a competition between Cranberry Station Elementary School, Mechanicsville Elementary School, and Sandy Mountain Elementary School. And this year, another first for two sides to the story, Lori and I will be co-emceeing that event. Uh, Lori's having her hair done right before that happens. And my nails, and makeup, and I'll probably go shopping for new clothes. And Ted is getting his hair done, too. If you don't know what Ted looks like, you're going to have to get a peek at that and understand why that's funnier than Lori shopping. Yes. <laughs> so, so okay. no, you go ahead. So we're going to be doing an interview with the author of one of those 10 Battle of the Books books, Ira Marks, and his book is called Shark Summer. It's a graphic novel uh, aimed at back to this a little bit later maybe, but we want to talk about the idea that kids' books aren't just for kids. I totally agree. I have a lot more to say about that, but first we will talk about the event. So we're recording this episode on March 2nd, and the kickoff event for the Battle of the Books with the interview um, with Ira Marks is happening March 13th. So if you just happen to be someone who's keeping up with our episodes as they happen, there is still time for you to read the book because it's a graphic novel and doesn't take that long. Um, And you could actually attend the event. So we want to give you some details about that. So if you're interested, you have an opportunity while there's still time um, to register for the event. It is free. Um, It is being held at the Eldersburg Elementary School on Monday, March 13th. Um, It runs from 6 till 8 o'clock, 7.30ish, I believe. Um, You will register for it through the Carroll County Public Library website. We are going to put some details in our show notes and also on our website so that you have a way to quickly link. Uh, We've also been trying to use social media, so I'm going to post something on Instagram and Facebook. And if I can make the direct link work, you'll be able to easily get to the registration page. So I would encourage you to do that if you have any interest in this book or this interview after you hear some details from us um, this evening. So the plans for that night is that um, when you when you show up, there's an opportunity to get the book. Um, it is sponsored by not only the library, but a Likely Story bookstore in Sykesville, Maryland. They're going to have copies of the book available for purchase. You can have it personalized by Ira that evening. Um, He is going to do a talk about the book, and he's even doing a drawing um, demonstration, which I'm really looking forward to that part. Um, I have 
very little creative talent. Ted has a bit more than I do in that department, but I, I can't wait to see how he does what he does. Um, and then we will get to interview Ira um, halfway through the program. So that's sort of the agenda for the night. Um, and we're going to give you just a little bit about the book to help you decide if this is the kind of event that you might be interested in. So I mentioned there was a movie. The movie is Jaws, 1974, maybe the first blockbuster movie. And Shark Summer is about some kids trying to film a documentary about the filming of a movie, which is not called Jaws in Shark Summer, but is clearly Jaws. And the story is focused on them and the things they're going through to try and put together their movie. Now, there are a number of things that make it clear that this is about Jaws. Uh, there's a boat called the Orca, as, is, as there is in Jaws. A license plate hanging up in a workshop, which is the license plate. For those of you who have seen the movie, you know, they cut open a shark and a license plate falls out. Same license plate, uh, Louisiana 007981. And it's happening in a place called Edgar Town on Martha's Vineyard, which for the movie is being renamed Amity. So all these things are what really happened with Jaws. And all these things are what people know of as, as being called Easter eggs, that in the graphic novel, you're looking at the pictures and you're seeing these images. And if you are familiar with the movie, um, you will see things that catch your eye that, that look familiar and, and it's by design. Um, he drew it to be that way. And it just makes it very interesting to read the book and to think along those lines. You know, and Lori said, it's a graphic novel. It doesn't take long to read. You know, it's, it's an interesting thing. You know, it's a different sort of reading. Now, before I started doing author interviews, I had never read a graphic novel unless you read, uh, count the comic books I used to read at one time. And some of them were a series called Classics Illustrated, where I remember reading The Illustrated Man and Treasure Island in comic book form. But the, um, the writing, you can move through pretty quickly, but there's a lot to look at and think about, too. And, you know, Lori's talking about the Easter eggs. You know, it's, it's not just about finding these little things, although that's fun, but there's a lot to look at as well as to read about. Yeah, and I think it's worth mentioning um, that I don't think we have found them all. Um, as preparing for the interview um, and talking with Ira, um, we're now on our third reading of the book. And you're, you're looking at the words, you're looking at the pictures, and now we're trying to make these connections with the Easter eggs. But if, if you're listening and you're interested and you find some, I would love to see people send us emails to our two sides um, email with the Easter eggs that they're finding, because we might be somehow able to incorporate that into the questions that we're going to ask Ira that night. Or if you're attending, you can ask him yourself. And if you're looking, I'm going to give you a little hint at something I think I saw. Seagulls. Look <laughs> for seagulls. And That's this... a pretty big hint. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, this is Ira Marx's 
first graphic novel, but it's not the beginning of his career. He's done a lot of interesting things. I am so excited to meet him. He sounds fascinating. Um, just the idea of a creative person who's making a living of it is, is very interesting to me. In fact, he's written a book about creativity. So he's got, this is the first graphic novel that he, um, that he wrote, but he already has a second graphic no novel that was um, published and released um, right around Halloween of last year. And it was a similar concept is that he's taken a more of an adult movie and turned it into a children's book that is appropriate for a young person um, to, to read. Um, I'm not the kind of person to enjoy horror movies. They scare me. I, I saw Jill's way too early in life and I still don't like getting in the ocean because of it. <laughs> so I love that he did this because it exposes a really interesting story in a way that a, a child can, can enjoy. So um, he's done the same thing with the second graphic novel. It's based on the movie The Shining, which is just as scary as Jaws, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, and that one is called Spirit Week. That was the one that was released um, in October of last year, right around Halloween. So other things that he has done. You want to talk a little bit about his classes? Okay. Well, before I get there, I just want to say something about us getting this interview. When I first got the do you want to do this interview and i shared it with, with oh Lori. yes she checked out i remarks and got back to me and i forget exactly what she said but he did this and he did this i'm a fan i'm in <laughs> well i'll tell you exactly what got me is that i'm a big fan of children's books and i i, I hope we get to talk with him a little bit about this um at the interview and so i i looked him up and what i found right away is that he has a podcast and his, one of his podcast episodes, I was scrolling through the list on Spotify, trying to pick which one I wanted to listen to to get a kind of a, a feel for him. And there was one about serendipity. Serendipity is a children's book series. And he did a podcast episode about serendipity. And he was describing it and the books. And he talked about Stephen Cosgrove and Robin James. And immediately I was like, yes, we have to talk to this man. <laughs> yeah. Lori said, you had me at serendipity. <laughs> <laughs> serendipity. Exactly right. So what about his classes? Uh, so Ira, I think, pieces together a lot of things to make his life work. You know, he, he does his comic books, and now he's doing these graphic novels. He also teaches people how to do comic books and how to, to draw. And um, he has a number of different classes that you can take to uh, try to find your path, maybe. And I actually uh, suggested to, to Lori recently, we have another project <laughs> someday. I said, well, maybe this is a graphic novel sort of thing, a comic sort of thing. You know, maybe we should take this class and uh, figure out how we can, we can do that. 
And I think he's very passionate from what I'm understanding on, on the research we've done about teaching children how to, how to draw, how to do comics, how to do graphic novels. Um, his website, um, which is his name, and I'll put that in the show, show notes, um, says that pretty implicitly that I love to talk to kids about this. Invite me to your school um, so that I can share what I do. So it's going to be wonderful to watch him interact with the kids that attend the program that night. Yeah, and these Battle of the Book kickoff interviews, and I've done a, a number of them now, and I've sometimes done one author, two authors, even three authors at a time, but it seems to be a common thread. They like interacting with the kids, and the kids, uh, it's, it's, just, it's fun to watch. They get so excited to get to actually talk to these people and have them draw a picture in their book or write their name in, in the book. And I want to go back to something we said way at the beginning of this. Now, mm -hmm. Kids' books aren't just for for kids. Uh, oh, no, that's right. I, I've got something to say, but you can lead it off. Okay. Um, Laurie and I both have ideas about this. Not quite the same thing, but they kind of go to the same place. Uh, I often say good books are good books. I don't care if it was written for an adult, a young adult, a middle school reader, an elementary school reader. You know, if it's good and I enjoy it, I label it whatever you want. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Now, Lori has a, a, a thing about, you know, reading kids' books <laughs> to kids, and it hung on with her, uh -huh. and she still... She still loves the idea of, of those those books. I haven't let go. <laughs> <laughs> we go when we do some of our bookstore trips. It is a guarantee that at some point I will go find her looking at the the kids' books. Guilty as charged. I, if I could pick my perfect job, it would involve a bookstore and it would involve story time with kids because I just love it. I love reading books. I love reading children's books. I love seeing the looks on children's faces when they're enjoying a book. So um, I guess what I will say about that, and we probably are going to title the show as, as such, is that Kids' books are not just for kids. Um, I enjoy them immensely. And um, just an example is Serendipity, which we already talked about. Um, if you haven't, um, if you don't know about that, uh, look it up. It's worth looking up. There are lots of books in the Serendipity series. Um, if you happen to watch our first episode, which I say watch because it wasn't just a podcast, it was also um it's on YouTube. You can go watch it. Uh, Ted gave me a gift that evening, and it was a the set of books, um, another child's book series that I loved, uh, the Little Miss and Mr. Men book series, and I have the Little Miss books, the full collection. Um, and so you can watch me get all excited <laughs> as I uh, received that gift that evening. And then I was just looking at my book list for 2023. Um, you could look at our episode, I think we called it Reading Resolutions, uh, where we decided what we were going to read and that we were going to do 23 books this year. I've already read 10, and I don't wait, well, we know we don't have them on the website yet. We will at some point. We have the count, but we don't have all of the titles. I have read um, 10 books this year. Eight of them are children's books. Yeah, and, and Lori's going to 
try to make you believe that's because she loves children's books. She's just a slacker <laughs> and is finding short books to read. So. I'm, I'm going to make 23 by reading books that have 10 pages each. <laughs> no, I will do others, I promise, but it's just what grabs my eye and um, comes home with me and has to be, um, you know, enjoyed first. There, I will get to the others, I promise. I will read like an adult eventually. <laughs> there was an episode, two, three episodes maybe, uh, Lori went to the northern neck of Virginia and stayed in a little blue cottage and read a book called The Little Blue Cottage. And there is a blog post uh, about that. That was book number six on my list this year. Six, <laughs> okay, so we have a couple other things to talk about. Um, really, the Battle of the Books was, um, you know, how we started this episode is kind of how we're going to end this episode, which is that the kickoff event with Ira is just the first step. Um, Right after that, a week later, is the After Hours, which is the adult version of the battle. Um, and we're going to participate in that in a smaller way. We won last year, so we're going to hand out the awards to, to the winners and hopefully talk to them. We're just going to strut around, look important. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can strut. I'm not <laughs> strutting. <laughs> but I, it will be fun to enjoy that event as a spectator instead of a stressed out participant hoping we do well. And then the battle of the books that Ted mentioned at the start being the MC of is not actually happening for a full month from now. So we have some more time to plan for that. But that is April 28th. Um, it is at Winters Mill High School. Um, starts at 630. And you can say more than me because I've only been to one. You've been to many. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I remember the first time I went, I was there well before it was going to start, people were coming in, the kids are setting up their spots in the teams and parents and grandparents and friends are filling the stands. And I said, it feels like a, a big basketball game is about to happen here. Is that, is that kind of energy. And the event I've done, I think they usually have about a couple dozen teams, five, six kids each. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a pretty big deal. There's a lot of, a lot of kids there. And we, we need to say something about one of the teams that's going to be there. Uh, those of you who have been listening regularly might remember Lori meeting somebody in the bathroom with a t-shirt, I know, a sweatshirt that caught her attention and led to a conversation. But we ended up talking to a Battle of the Books team that is going to be in the competition. We're going to MC. They are Tim, uh, Team Grim Readers. And we're looking forward to, to seeing them at Winters Mill High School. Their coach is Megan. Yes, I met her in the bathroom. The sweatshirt that she was wearing was Rudolph Girls, which is a local bookstore right here in Westminster that inspired a conversation. And she let me know that they were here for their kickoff meeting of their team. They had, didn't even have a team name at that time time. Um, and we, we got a picture with them. I've um, corresponded with her just a little bit since, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them again that night. No favoritism. <laughs> yeah. We hope everybody does very well that night, but I'm looking forward to seeing Team Grim readers again. Yeah. And before we run out of time, back on Ira Marks, uh, we talked about his book, Shark Summer, and his book, um, Spirit Week. 
He has another one coming. It's not out yet. Uh, doesn't have a title that I know of, but the um, first one was based on Jaws. The second one was based on um, The Shining. The Shining. Mm -hmm. And the third one is going to be based on, somehow, on the Indiana Jones movies. Now that one, I could watch the movie. I, I've seen the Indiana Jones movies, and they don't scare me. Um, I can't do The Shining. That's all you. Jaws, I said, Ted, you've got to watch the movie. I'm not doing it. Um, but that one I'll be in for. So looking forward to talking with him, looking forward to seeing his projects that are to come. And we're looking forward to all of the Battle of the Book events that are, are upcoming. So um, again, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, we encourage you to, um, to check him out, um, to check out the book. And if you are interested and available, we'd love to see you that night at the, at the interview. Um, that again is on March 13th. There's still time to register and uh, we hope to see you. And there are still seats. So as always, uh, that's it for us today, I think, and enjoy your reading. <laughs>